Today on the show, I'm going to answer the question, what is love? This is a question everyone would like to hear the answer to, since it's quite important in everyone's life. So visit thestoryofmepodcast.com to submit your own questions to be answered on the show. And you can also connect with me on all social media. There's links on the website. And please continue to help support the show by sharing it with a friend. If you know people that you think would enjoy this, please share it with them. And also rate and review the show as this helps out. <laughs> the cow in the background, I don't know if you heard the cow, but yes, I'm in India, so there's all kinds of noises. <laughs> all right. And also, if you've been enjoying the podcast, please support it by making a donation. You can go to the storyofmepodcast.com and at the bottom of the website, there's a link to make a donation. And you can also find that same link in the episode description. And you click on it and make a donation to support the podcast. Thank you. Now let's get to it. Beautiful am I, bountiful am I. Blissful am I Why, guru Beautiful am I Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where I share stories from my unconventional life and relate the psychological insights that I learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your awareness of your own self-limiting patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode, where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. If you're new, my name is Amarjit Singh and I am your host. And if you've been following the podcast, welcome back. How is everyone doing today? How is life going for you? What are the challenges that you are encountering in life? Today I thought that I would talk about love. I think it's the holiday time when we interact with friends and family, and there's a lot of emotions, a lot of challenges that we find in these interactions. And if we can understand love a little better, maybe it's possible to become more authentic or more compassionate and really connect in a deeper level with the people around you, and also with yourself, because you can't have one without the other. And so we're going to try to define what love is. And this is a difficult word or concept to define. Because if I ask a hundred people, what is love? I'll get a hundred different answers. And not that some of them are right or some of them are wrong, because as you will see, love encompasses many aspects that maybe you were unaware of or, or that you weren't really focused on. 
But what I want to do is I want to give you a different perspective or give you a more complete perspective of what love is to help you become more authentic and help you understand what the challenges might be. And by doing this, you'll understand yourself a little bit better. And really, this is the goal of this podcast, right, is to help you understand what your habit patterns are and how they're holding you back from living a more fulfilling life, which is really a more authentic life. And as most people are aware that to feel fulfilled, it's important to have deep connections with the people in your life. It's very important. To have a deep connection with people, we need to have a deep connection with ourselves. Because the more you're able to connect with yourself, the more fulfilling your relationships will be. The less limits you will encounter. And as you will see, this idea or this concept of love is life, is the biggest thing that exists. There's nothing bigger than it. And when I describe it or when I define it, you'll start to understand what I mean by this. Those of you who have been following the podcast or have been to some of my workshops understand that my objective is to take these really abstract concepts and try to make them as, I don't want to say concrete, but to make them as clear as possible or to make them as understandable as possible to give you the proper focus, because especially in yoga, we use these words like infinity, and in life we use this word love, and and they're really abstract words, because there's not some set definition. Of course, infinity, we can define it, and it means to continue, right? Or that there's no end. But often you'll hear a yoga teacher, and they'll tell you when you're meditating to Go to infinity, and there's a better way to describe this. There's a better way to take these concepts and and help you understand them better. And love is, is one of these, and this is what we're going to try to do today. So when we look at this idea of love, it's really indefinable, which is Contrary to what I've been telling you for the last five minutes is that I'm going to define it. So how am I going to define a word that is indefinable? And why am I going to attempt to define a word that is indefinable? What I want to do is to give you a better way to think about love and give you a different perspective that will help provide feedback to you to see what is happening with your relationship with love. And when I'm talking about feedback, we're talking about the reflection from your environment, the reflection from the people in your life, the reflection from your reactions to life. All these things are just mirrors for you to look deeper into yourself. And what I want to do is to clean off this mirror so that you can see it a little clearer. 
and also to help provide a better way to look into the mirror when we're talking about love. And this is a very big concept. In fact, it's the biggest concept of life. It is life, and you'll see this as as I go and try to define it. And like all my ways of describing these big concepts, what I like to do is I like to start from the big and then start to bring it down into something that's a little more um, tangible, so to speak. When we think about who you are, and this is where we're going to start, is who are you? And this, again, is a question I'm always asking, and we've touched upon this in every episode. It's because this is the ultimate question, right, is who are you? And I have said before that you are the creative manifestation of the creator. And I'll repeat that. You are the creative manifestation of the creator. What does this mean? So before we can really get into love, we have to try to understand this aspect of your origins, where you come from. And so you come from this creator. Whatever religion you follow, or even if you don't follow religion, you come from a creator, right? This 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 creator. And what is this creator? Is, is this creative consciousness. It is this energy or this consciousness which is creating. And so what is God but creativity? Right? It's this creator that's creating this creativity, creating this world or this this life that we live. And so you are the manifestation of this creative being. You are the creative manifestation of the creator. And so, who are you is you are this creativity. And I've talked about this in in some parts about the meaning of life is, since you are creativity, well, what is the purpose of creativity? What does creativity do? Well, it expresses itself. And so when we talked about the purpose of life, we talked about your purpose of life is to express yourself completely authentically, without resistance. In every episode, we talk about a different aspect of the resistance or we look at the resistance from a different perspective to try to help you become aware of it and then also to remove it. And so when you start to remove this resistance, you start to become more authentic. And so going back to this idea that you are the creative manifestation of the creator— You are creativity. And I said the purpose of creativity is to express itself. So we know the purpose of creativity, but what is creativity? And again, this is also one of these words or concepts that if you ask someone, what they often do is describe the manifestation of creativity, but not creativity itself. And so I've given this example before. Think about 
you're making dinner for someone special in your life. And you make this dinner and you tell them, and you tell them, I made this dinner with love. And we've all done this, right? We've made, we've done something, whether it's making dinner or something else, and we said, I did this with love. What does that mean? What does making dinner with love mean compared to the other days that you made dinner? Well, if you're making dinner with love, you're probably really focused on what you're doing. And you're trying to connect this inner experience and projecting this into what you're doing, trying to arrange it to what feels good for you. You want the plate to look a certain way. You want the vegetables cut a certain way. You want the table to connect with the colors that you feel connected to. And so this is what we're doing is we're connecting with this internal experience and manifesting this in our actions. We're present and we're allowing this inner experience to manifest. And this is creativity. This is what creativity is. It's this connection to what we're experiencing and manifesting it in our personal touch and whatever it is that we're doing. So when you say that you're cooking with love, what you're really doing is you're cooking with creativity. And when we look at this, then we say, well, is there a difference between love and creativity? And there isn't. They are synonymous. They are the same. Love and creativity are the same. So when we say that you are the creative manifestation of the creator, you are creativity, you are love, since these two words are the same. And... The purpose of creativity is to express something. The purpose of love is to express love to the people in your life, to yourself, to the things that you do in your life. And so everything that you do in your life should be done with this love, whether it's cleaning your house or dressing yourself or cooking dinner, whatever it is. If you do it with this attention to the detail, this attention to connecting to this internal experience and manifesting this without resistance, you are expressing creativity, which means you are expressing love. And this is really the overall definition of love, meaning that if you are creativity, or again, if you are love, love is everything. Love is your being, and you are the creative manifestation of the creator. Well, this creator, what is it? This creator is love. So we can look at this abstract concept of love, and it's still abstract, but look at it in a more definable way, saying that you are love and you come from love. Love is your total being. And in fact, what is self-realization, but it is the understanding of this love without resistance, 
when you're able to accept yourself fully, which we call self-love, by removing all the resistance to the aspects of yourself that you have judgment for or that you don't like or that you've had difficulties with, then you start to accept these things and understand yourself and you realize the totality of who you are and you're able to express love easier. And when you become self-realized, well, you're just this vibration of love. And if you've been around people who are self-realized, you will become aware of that. Now, the reason that this is difficult, or not even difficult, but impossible to define is, if the creator is love, how do you define the creator? And in reality, it's impossible. How can you define the thing that is everything? You can take every single word that exists. You can take every color that exists. You can take every shape that exists. You can take everything in this world, and it's still not enough. It's not complete to describe what love is because it's impossible to describe the creator because the creator is all. And the creator is the creator and the creation. It is indefinable because there are things beyond this reality that we're aware of now and that we cannot put into words. Words are just clumsy ways of expressing ideas and expressing experiences, but they're not complete. We can try to make them as accurate as possible, but it's impossible to really describe the experience of totality of the creator. And so this is what I'm saying when I say that we can't fully define love, but we could kind of understand how to view it, how to look at it, how to perceive it, enough to help us understand the habit patterns and the resistance into expressing it. And the first part of this is understanding that you are love. Your consciousness is love. We call it consciousness, we call it a creative consciousness, we call it you, but it is love. And any resistance to this is the resistance to the self. I mean, look at what is hate. Hate is is really the lack of self-love. What is the extreme of hate is violence, right? Physical violence. And what is this but self-hate projected outwards? So now that we understand that everything is love, we have to understand some things that get mistaken for love. And one of them is is this idea of how we express it in relationships. And what we do is we confuse love for emotions. Because if your love is constantly fluctuating, often what you're doing is you're confusing it with an emotion. And love is not an emotion. Love does not fluctuate. Because your being, your consciousness, is not changing. Your consciousness is unchangeable. 
and it is love. And so how can it change? It can't. But what we do is we mistake in passion or we mistake in happiness or we we confuse some feeling, some emotion that we have. And when that emotion diminishes or increases, we say, I'm in love or I'm, I'm out of love. I don't have this feeling. And this is why people get into relationships in the beginning and they feel very strong and then that emotion starts to diminish. And maybe that emotion is changed with another emotion or or the person is looking to feel that same emotion and so they keep searching but they don't understand that this is not love. This is emotion that they're focused on. Often people will say that love doesn't exist in their life. Maybe they're in a bad relationship, or they're not in any relationship, or they've had difficulty in in their family, maybe they've been neglected by their family, and so they make comments that love doesn't exist in my life. If we look at how I looked at love as this is your complete being, is love, this consciousness, then when we hear love doesn't exist in my life or love is is absent, how is this possible? Did your consciousness disappear? Why don't you understand that love is always in your life? You may not feel connected to it, but it always exists. And saying that love doesn't exist is like being in the freezing cold Right, You go out in the freezing cold and you have gloves on, you have a jacket on, but maybe your ears are getting so cold that they start to freeze. And you say, my ears are frozen, I can't feel them. But you don't say, my ears don't exist. Because you are aware they're still there, they're just frozen, they're just so cold that the feeling is gone. The same thing with love. Love is there because it is your consciousness. And when you say it doesn't exist or you aren't feeling it, it's because the connection is difficult, that you're having issues with the connection to love. You're having issues with the connection to yourself. What people do when they can't feel it is they start to make it an outward focus, meaning that they project their expectation or their desire onto the external. If I get this person to like me, I will feel loved. Or if I uh, attain this economic situation, I will feel love. What they're doing, though, is they're projecting the external situations for love, for this internal experience. And this is why people that don't love themselves have difficulty maintaining relationships, healthy relationships, because they're constantly projecting the things that they don't have inside or that they can't connect with inside externally. So how do we understand this idea of connecting to the love and knowing when we're not connected to it and seeing the patterns that are being projected into our environment. 
Well, we have to have this concept of how to experience love. To begin with, think about your heart. And think about your heart as an empty bottle, like just a, a water bottle, right? And it's empty and it's sitting in front of you on the ground. And maybe it's half full. And the, the, the half that's full, we can call this self-love. And the half that is empty is the love that is lacking for yourself. It's the, the emptiness in this bottle are the things that you don't like about yourself, that you don't accept about yourself, that you don't appreciate about yourself. And so what you do is you try to fill that emptiness through external experiences, whether it's doing something that's going to make you feel some emotion, right? If you take some drugs or some alcohol or some substance and you start to feel good, you think this is going to fill the emptiness of the bottle, the emptiness of the heart. And for a short moment, it may, but it wears off or it doesn't fulfill you as much as you anticipated or you desired. And so then you keep looking to try to fulfill this missing love, this missing self-love. And you do this in relationships. So you enter in a relationship and your bottle is half full or maybe you have a lot of self-love so it's three-quarters full. And you project onto your partner to fill the remaining part of your bottle. And you do this with demands, expectations, well, I expect them to do this for me, to treat me this way. I demand that they touch me this way, that they say these things to me, that they do this. And we and you do this so that you can feel fulfilled. And when the person is unable to do this completely the way you need it, or, or that it, you feel incomplete still because it's not true love, it's this external experience and you're unable to connect to it internally, you start to create problems in the relationship or you feel or experience problems in the relationship because it's not fulfilling because it could only fulfill you for a short amount of time and really if it's missing within you, it's not going to completely fulfill you. Because you will be, even if it is the same aspect that you're missing in yourself that they are trying to offer to you, you will not be able to fully accept it because you can't accept it about yourself. And so you have to learn to fully accept the self before you can accept the external. And so this is how most people approach love is they have a bottle or their heart and it's filled to a certain amount of self-love and then they project the rest onto their partner, onto their friends, onto their 
family onto their relationships with the people in their environment. And when they don't get it back, they struggle. They have difficulties. And we handle these all different ways. And so this is one way to see these habit patterns is what are you expecting back? What are your expectations in their relationships? Because the true way to have complete love in your life is not to say, I need to give love, because this idea of giving it is a mistake. Because what you're saying is, I want to fill everyone's bottle that's missing. I want to give love to them to to fill the aspect that they are deficient in. And you can't do this because people will not be able to accept it, and it's not the right way to experience true love. The proper way to experience love is to have this bottle in front of you and have the water start to fill the bottle up until it overflows. And when it overflows, it goes onto the water, and it starts, I'm sorry, when it overflows, it goes onto the ground, and it starts to go to the other people, and starts to touch the other people. And this is how you share love, because you don't give love, you share it, and you share it by the love that overflows from yourself. Because this is true love, because it has no expectation. There's nothing that you need. Your love is complete. There's no no demands. There's no expectation. This is true love. And it's just this overflowing love that comes out and touches all those in your environment. There's no attachment. Because when our love is deficient in ourself, we have so much attachment to the love that we project. But when you're sharing love instead of giving love, there's no expectation. And this is really the true way to experience love around you, love within you, is to learn how to create enough self-love that you have no needs to be fulfilled, meaning there's no desire because you're complete. There's no expectation and demands on the people in your life because you are complete. And then you can have compassion, which is the reflection of love to all those around you who are having difficulty fulfilling or filling up the love in their own heart. Just to review What is love? Again, it doesn't really have a complete definition. It's indefinable because everything exists within the umbrella of love. Even things that you don't know exist because the creator is love. The creator is this creative manifestation and you are the creativity. You are what is manifested. And so this creator created more than what you can see. And so how can you define what you don't even know or don't know how to experience? And even if you were to experience it, how can you define it? There are not words to define it. And this is why when people become self-realized that they can't express it because there's no words that are 
able to articulate this experience. And the same with this love, since the creator is love and you are creativity, you are love, it's indefinable. But we can understand that love and creativity are the same. And love does not fluctuate like emotions do. Because if love fluctuated, that mean that your consciousness disappears and reappears or aspects of it, and this is untrue. So if you're saying love doesn't exist in your life at this moment, what you're saying is that you're unable to feel the connection because it does exist. It is there. And the way to connect to it is to build this relationship with yourself of self-acceptance. This connection to expression of love which again, we said, is the expression of creativity. So if you want to have a deeper connection with yourself, do everything in your life with love, whether it's cleaning the house, cooking dinner, all these things we do with this love, what we're really doing is we're building a deeper connection with ourself. Because if you think of the opposite, when you're not doing things this way, you're rushing through them. You're not present. You're not going deep within you to understand the feeling of the experience. So try to do this in your life. Do everything with this attention to putting your personal touch on whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's arranging your house, cooking, anything, dressing, whatever it is. Everything should be done with this attention to this detail of how do I feel and how do I create this experience to represent that. And when we think of love with the people in our environment, in our partner, think of this bottle that needs to be filled, this heart, and try to fill this with your own self-love by taking away your expectations, your projections. Not to say that you shouldn't be in a healthy relationship where you're treated well, but what I'm saying is to take away expectations and demands of how things should be, and just allow yourself to be, allow this love to come out of you and to be authentic and not look for external things to change it. Try to accept it and find it within so that you can share it and not project it and not give it, but share it. Let it flow from you without any expectations or or demands. And this is all possible. And the more you're able to go through this connection to the love within you and allow it to manifest without resistance, the better you'll understand who you are. And the happier you will be and the more fulfilled you will be in your relationships. So look at your life. If you're having difficulty feeling connected to the things in your life and you're having difficulty feeling inspired, feeling love for yourself, try to find a way to allow it to come out by accepting yourself, by treating yourself well, by understanding that you are love. It always exists. Build this connection within yourself 
to connect to it, to feel it, whether this is through finding time in your day to be quiet, whether it's meditation or, or whatever it is, but to build this inner connection to this voice inside of you that accepts without judgment who you are because you are perfect. You are love. I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. And for the homework, like I said in this episode, is to really evaluate, recognize when you have difficulty expressing or feeling love and how this relates to self-judgment, how this relates to projection and expectations in your relationships. Because there's a lot to uncover there when we start to see what do we expect, what do we demand, and why is that? What trauma did we have in our life that is trying to be compensated through this self-judgment? And we do this through our behaviors. When we eat, when we don't like ourselves, when we're not happy, we overeat or we drink or... Uh, indulge in in drugs, alcohol, or or some distractions in life. And these are opportunities to become aware of how we're trying to fill up that empty bottle, trying to fill up that heart, and understand that the only way to do this is through the internal, through accepting who you are. And you are love, and the capacity to accept yourself is self-love. So again, you can go to the storyofmepodcast.com to submit questions for the show, and I will answer them on on, uh, the episodes. Please rate, review, and share the podcast. Help me get the word out. And if you've been enjoying it, please make a donation. Go to the storyofmepodcast.com. To the bottom of the website, there's a link for a donation. Or in the episode description, there's also a link that you can make a donation. 
from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions. 